everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit 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 Shit. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> it was a bit enthusiastic that time, huh? Oh man, yeah. It, it's funny how it went from just saying the word to like, you know, you guys each. I feel I feel like add your own inflections on it and kind of sing it or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, we do. We do yeah. all kinds of stuff. But again, <laughs> again, this week I'm the only person cussing on air. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Glenn. Well, Glenn told me that you do such a great job at cussing that you know. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to take that from me. Appreciate that. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you ready to do this, Kyle Reed? Hey, let's do it, player. All right. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to episode 197. I'm your co-host for the evening, Rohit Rohila. And your other co-host for the evening. I, we got to stop saying co-host. Just say host, I guess. I don't know. This is always awkward to me. Uh, mm. Kyle Reed. Kyle All right. Reed. Well, well, Kyle, with that awkwardness, I am going to, <laughs> uh, I'm going to hand it off to you. And uh, this topic was your idea, and I'd like to uh, get your thoughts on it. I don't ha- have any thoughts. I was hoping to get yours. That's why it was my idea. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, so for another. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, yeah. So this this week's topic is kind of um, based on uh, a thought process in a book by a gentleman named Richard Wiseman. The book is called "Rip It Up: Forget Positive Thinking. It's Time for Positive Action." Um, and and really, I've I haven't read the book personally, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it. But it does talk about a lot of the studies that were done in here. And, and really the principle of this is that um, a lot of self-help, personal development uh, gurus, if you will, or, or books or, or teachings discuss visualization. Well, one of the most famous Rohit mentioned uh, is The Secret. They say that visualization works. You need to visualize things that you want and, and speak things and think things into fruition. And that will help. There was a study done uh, uh, at New York University, and the graduates were asked to jot down half, and they fantasized about getting a dream job after leaving college and what their dream job was. And uh, essentially, they found out that the students who fantasized more frequently about a successful job had less job offers and ended up with significantly lower salaries than their peers who who reported that they fantasize less. And one of the conclusions that they drew here was that potentially those fantasies uh, are fulfilling that desire and it's preventing them from taking action. So, you know, kind of the premise here is, is to forget the positive thinking and visualization. It's important. It's a, it's a good step. But what's more important is positive action and, and taking that action. So, with that said, uh, Rohit, what are your what are your thoughts there, and, and um, what's your initial reaction to that? The <laughs> a big sigh, clearly. <laughs> the the book and the movie The Secret by Rhonda Burns has played a huge, huge role in my life, and I 
believe one of the reasons why I am able to accomplish the things that I have accomplished is specifically because of this. Now, a lot of other people who will dive into it will come back and tell me, oh, it doesn't really work. And, oh, I thought I'd be a millionaire and visualized it and it didn't happen. What what they're doing is they're missing half of what the secret is all about. Yes, it's about visualization because what you're doing during visualization is you are reprogramming your subconscious. You're reprogramming your brain to believe that the impossible is possible. The second action, once you start reprogramming your brain, is to use your reprogrammed brain by exactly what Kyle said, taking action. And I feel like that's where most of the people are missing it. One of the one of the things that they found uh, in various studies on why the secret did not work is people were setting unrealistic expectations. And I think that could play a, a part in it as well. When you imagine the sky's the limit, your mind is going to go out there and it's going to visualize and imagine all these things that previously you felt were outside of your reach, outside of your comfort zone, unattainable things. And because you thought so on, on such a gradual level, it takes away from the reality of it. And the f- reality is, is now you've got to hustle to make sure that those things happen. I think that's where most people fall apart, Kyle, is positive thinking is great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get the pieces going in reprogramming yourself. But unless you do something about it, it's not going to work. You hear these stories of uh, you know, Kobe Bryant visualizing making you know all these baskets from the free throw line. That's all he would do is visualize all of them going in, all of them going in. He still picked up the basketball. Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't just do one without the other. One of them is going to set you up for success. And the other is the success itself. It, I feel uh, closely kind of resembles one of our episodes that we did called um, Shelf Help. Oh, yeah. That, that was kind of along this line. Uh, episode 40, Shelf Help talked about how you could have a a complete library full of books to a specific topic. Say my library is full of books on how to fix cars. Even though they're there and I've read them all, until I do my first oil change, I'm not a mechanic. And I think that's what a lot of people, especially in this age of influence, are falling into the trap of. Just because I like a lot of... Uh, just because I have a lot of boards on my Pinterest account, Kyle, um, <laughs> I'm the huge Pinterest guy in the group, but, but you know, you, <laughs> you see so many people who have boards dedicated to eating healthier vision boards. Yeah. They, they'll add these, these recipes, but unless they look to that board and do something with those recipes, it's just wishful thinking. It's just visualization. It's just you not taking action. So does, let's and break that. Let's break that down real quick, right? Do you let's think, do it. Do you think that uh, the food is is a good one because it's it's my goodness. I think everyone's done it. I think I know I've been guilty of it. I'm sure you may have been at one point as well. Um, 
do you think that that visualization is satisfying the desire to eat healthy? I, I know at the very minimum, it's going to make me feel better because I'm tricking myself into thinking that I'm taking action. And that's, and that's because we judge ourselves based on our intentions, right? Ooh, and we judge others based off their actions. Results. Well, we don't we don't have to well, yeah, results, sorry. So we don't have to take any action because we're not really looking at our results, we're looking at our intentions. Well, I want to eat healthy. So I set up this Pinterest board and I put all these healthy recipes and I counted the calories on those recipes and I know that they're keto friendly or they're South Beach diet friendly or whatever diet is the is the fad this week or this decade. Um, and that's maybe satisfying that desire because it makes us feel better about ourselves. And we just think that it's all about feeling. I think that kind of, it, it opens up another part here when we discuss uh, the correlation between emotion and behavior. One, Sorry, one, oh no, yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. I think one frame of thought is, you know, pretty straightforward, right? Your emotion elicits behavior. Mm -hmm. Feeling happy will make you smile. Feeling sad will make you cry. Feeling angry will make you furrow your eyebrows and clench your teeth. And, uh, you know, I don't know, want to go fight somebody. Or if your name is Kyle, punch holes in drywall. That was not a reference to me. That was a <laughs> reference to the wildly popular internet memes so please don't uh, don't, <laughs> don't read too far into that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we look at it from that perspective. We understand that uh, our emotions, you know, will, will generate a certain kind of behavior. Um, so how come in this scenario they're not? Our emotions, we, we feel happy, we feel better about ourselves when we pin all of these recipes or look them up or, or buy the food to make them, buy all this fresh produce, but never make it mm -hmm. because we just felt good about it at the time and that was all we were looking for. It just a quick little dopamine fix to yeah. go on about I mean, our day. How many times have you been, you know, oh, okay, I need to eat healthier. You go to the grocery store and- or not even eat healthier. How many times do you go to the grocery store and you start thinking about all these recipes that you're going to make and you start getting you know, all the all the things to, to make these recipes and then you never make them? Like I do that all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, do and, you know how to answer that question? I don't want to say that on air, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> you end up throwing everything away because it gets all bad. But what I think it does is it gives you a false sense of accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Fake finish lines. Fake finish lines. All about it. And that was episode 144. You must have that on one of your four monitors right in front of you. I do. Because <laughs> it's, it's it's all on our website. If you go to gycpodcast.com, at the very top, it says all episodes. And right there is a complete list on a single page of all of our episodes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, so I think it's the false sense of accomplishment that makes us feel good. And it's it's beyond just eating healthy. It's all the things that we know we should be doing. It's it's eating healthier. It's going to the gym. So now all of a sudden I've got all these things about how to how to, you know, have different workout routines and things like that. It 
it's creating in your mind the thought that you're taking action, that you're getting closer and closer to your dreams. But mm. again, if you aren't doing anything with that, then it's it's not doing any good. It's just another book sitting on your shelf. It creates the thought that you're taking action, the idea. And it's like when we say people people tend to love the idea of being in love rather than actually being in love. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about healthy, really, really general, broad, vague statement, um, let's talk about physical health, eating and, and working out. The last time you went to the gym, how did you feel? Felt fantastic. First thing that comes to mind, you felt fantastic. How did you feel yeah. a day or two after? Uh, that's when I started getting sore, and in a weird kind of way, it made me feel better. It reminds you, right? Yeah. Of what you're doing, it the journey that you're on, the path that you're on. So maybe, maybe we have to put in play the next steps before we even take one step. It can't be an impulse. Say, I want to eat healthy. I'm at the grocery store. I want to eat healthy. I'm going to buy carrots and broccoli and spinach or whatever. I don't know. Um, it's got to be okay. What am I going to do next? This made me feel good. I recognize that I like this feeling. What's the next step that I can get that same feeling from? So now we're, we're recognizing the last time you went to the gym, you felt amazing. You felt fantastic. You felt healthy. You felt motivated whatever you want to name it, right? We we line that up as the next step in the process to maintain that emotion. Now, we're taking action to create emotion rather than allowing emotion to create our actions or our behaviors. Mm. I'm making myself feel happy, feel motivated, feel excited by taking these actions rather than waiting for an external force to make me feel happy or excited or motivated. Mm -hmm. So we have to kind of flip it around, it seems. And, and that's one of the things that discusses here. And, and we talked about this uh, in the past, you know, you say the Superman pose in this, in this book, in this article, they, they talk about various actions that you can take that will immediately affect your mood and emotions. And one thing is if you want to elicit happiness, you smile, you force a smile, 20 seconds. And that, that smile, that expression that you are, are putting on your face is proven to make you feel happier. Yeah. Yeah, there's so lots of little tricks that you can do. Um, a famous one is the Superman pose, and that's something that we've done before ourselves, where yeah. if you look in the mirror and you stand up straight with your hands raised above your heads and you just stare at yourself for, for 20 seconds, 30 seconds, it does a lot to make you feel better, to feel accomplished. And that's something that you could just do to, to quickly trick your brain into thinking that you're being more productive. But just like we're talking about with this episode. <laughs> that sounded so bad. <laughs> you can trick your brain into thinking you're more productive. That's, just do this. But I, but I know where you're, I get where you're going with it. That's, that's not the last piece of it, right? That's the beginning. Yeah. Well, a great example is, it, it, wow. 
I mean, I don't even want to admit this, but it had to have been what five years ago that myself, you and Sam went to the Nike store and I came up to you guys and said, I want to start learning how to run. Yeah. You guys got, you know, helped me find the right shoes for my feet and tried to explain, you know, what running's all about and all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until recently that I even started running five years later. Did you use those shoes? I, yeah. They're, why not? They're in mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> the rubber's going to start breaking down. They're like car tires. Whether you have enough miles on them or not, after seven years, you got to replace them. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is something to that. We could discuss that off air. <laughs> oh, oh, man. No, it's it's uh, another thing. When you were saying that, and, and I didn't even really think about this, but I had um, told you off air when we were discussing our highlights, uh, one of the things that Emily and I did at the house was stain our fence. We have a hundred and some odd feet of a six foot cedar fence that was put in a couple of years ago. We never stained it. Uh, and my irrigation system had gotten it kind of, you know, mildewy in certain areas, all this good stuff. So we had to scrub the shit out of it and stain it. Now that action led Emily to believe that she could accomplish anything similar to the Superman pose, right? Superman pose is intended to make you feel accomplished and motivated and and trick your brain into feeling that you're more productive than you really are. But it's important to do that before a daunting task, right? So that's just a tool to use to accomplish something, not necessarily just to use to trick yourself. But on the flip side of that, what we're talking about action in this episode, uh, our fence needed to be done. We didn't want to pay somebody to do it. We bought all the materials. We watched a couple of YouTube videos and we went to work, which made sure we weren't screwing anything up. That action, executing that task, led Emily to believe that she could accomplish anything at the house. She's piling all kinds of projects on me right now, guys, which I got to say, I'm both excited <laughs> and terrified of, right? Because I don't know what she has up her sleeve next that she wants to tackle. You know, the next thing I was just telling Rohit, um, we've got a lot of bamboo in the back corner of our house, and there's about 10, 12 feet of fence that hasn't been finished because there's a ton of bamboo back there. We're getting quotes to have the bamboo ripped out because we're so determined to finish this fence and not leave this project incomplete that we're willing to pay to get the bamboo removed. And I've got a palm tree back there too. So the bamboo and palm trees got to go. So I got to finish the fence and then we move on to the next project. Um, so I think that there are little, and really I'm just kind of saying all that to say that there are little tricks that you can do to make yourself feel invincible and that you can accomplish anything. But then also you can just actually do something. And the act of doing that and accomplishing that thing will make you feel invincible and like you can accomplish and like you can accomplish anything. Yeah. It feeds off. It, it feeds off your own energy. And once you see that you're able to accomplish things, you realize you just expanded your comfort zone and it's exciting. It's thrilling. Like, Emily, for example, you know, she did this. And now she's like, you know, I could just picture her right now. What up, Kyle? I can accomplish anything now. What you got for me? You know, I can yeah. totally picture her doing that right now. She's like, oh my God, yeah. what's next? I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. We just, <laughs> we just finished this about eight hours ago. Can we, can I go golfing? 
You need the roof repaired? I got you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we go scrape the moss off the roof? No, no, I don't want to scrape the goddamn moss off the roof. <laughs> Here's a ladder. You know where the ladder is at. Good luck. No, oh, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Um, but yeah, so I'll 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 say that, and I'll, and I guess I'll ask. When was the last time you felt that way? If you had to think about it, if there was um, something that you accomplished recently or years ago that made you feel so good that you were like, damn, I can do anything. I just did this. I did something that I didn't really believe that I could do for a while, for a long time, whatever it may be, I accomplished it. Now I feel like I can truly do anything. Mm -hmm. Is there something that for you that stands out? Yeah. Um, and strange enough, this was the, the highlight that I just shared with you. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's interesting whenever you have these tasks that just seem so impossible and monumental in your head that when you really get started and that momentum kicks in, all of a sudden it's not quite what you thought it was. It's a lot of times it's a lot easier. I've always wanted to write a book. Even went to a book writing seminar with uh, Sam. Oh, that was, I remember that when he's still living here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, through that, you know what, what they said, if, if you can write three pages a day, that's all it really takes. And after a couple of months or so, you've got a book. And it was always in the back of my mind. It was like, okay, I, I understand that. But it wasn't. <sighs> I never took the action to really sit down and even start page one. I, I would start, I would uh, come up with some ideas where I want to go, but it just didn't flow and I would give up and just, it wasn't really something that I was committed to. And then recently uh, while I was studying up on ways to grow uh, social media influence uh, because of this marketing company that I've now started uh, the person that I was taking the training from was talking about how they would get all their videos transcribed. And I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And I took a look at this different services out there. And then it just hit me like a ton of bricks. The 30 day life reset program is eight and a half hours of videos. It's eight and a half hours of me in a structured way, giving instruction to transform your life in 30 days. That is powerful. And I always knew I wanted to write a book ab about this, but, you know, okay, now I've got a working outline because I can just follow the, all the days and go from there. But just the thought of sitting down again, you know, it, I think it came down to working smarter, not harder. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah. why don't I just take all these videos and get them transcribed? It cost me like 30 bucks to do it. I couldn't believe it. And then just recently I... Uh, just hired an editor for another 450 to edit the whole thing is 125 pages, uh, 84,000 words. And in two weeks, 84,000 words. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy to think yeah. about like, oh, okay, if I wrote this myself, okay, let me see. So let's see. So 125 divided by three it would have taken me about roughly 42 days. So a month and a half or so. Oh my goodness. And I've had this sitting here all along. And I think what I'm doing now more so than I've ever done before is just effectively using my resources and painfully 
painfully, I realized money is a resource. And I say that painfully because had I realized a long time ago that money is a resource that you can use, my life would be so different right now. Instead of me spending, you know, and at first I legitimately thought, okay, I just got back 125 pages. I'm going to edit this on my own and let's go from there. And then I started with page one and page two and I was like, oh man, this is tiring. Let me pay someone to do it who knows what they're doing and is good at doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's so freeing. So to to answer your question, I mean, it, I guess I spoke for a long time, but really it's realizing that money is a resource and what's capable of that. And so now that I've done this book, what did I talk to you about? Kyle, we are coming up on 200 episodes of the GYSD podcast. Let's pick our top 20 and there's a book right there. We get those transcribed, we get them edited, and now we just wrote a book. Easy. So that's what it is for me, buddy. I, I, I realized something when you're saying that, when you say money is a resource. And we've discussed in the past, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but still kind of on, on topic. And I want to maybe just bring this up so people can look at it in this, in this way as well. We discussed that time is the only resource that you have right? It's all you have to give. And you trade your time every single day for money. Money is the outcome of your resource, which is time. So you're trading your time no matter what for something. Now you realize you just told me it's going to take you 42 days to execute that task. Yeah. Well, you have a a nine to five, we'll call it a day-to-day profession where you already trade your time for money. So the cost to execute this task, you have to trade how many of your hours or days at work that you have to go to anyway mm-hmm. to have that task completed. And you get back 42 days. Rohit, yeah. if you take six of your hours at work, I, I don't know, I'm just throwing a number, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever the total cost of this this activity is. Like the $30 thing, right? That's That's nothing. You saved so much time by just paying 30 bucks to have that stuff transcribed. Um, but if you just think about it, as far as what your resources are, like my fence, doing it myself or taking the money I earned from already trading my time for cash and applying that to have someone else do it. Um, that's another way to look at things, right? You already have to trade your time for something for money. It's the only thing you got. So why not take some of that time back? And I think this is something that we've talked about before on the podcast. As long as that's a fantastic mindset, as long as you make productive use of that time. So if I just save myself 42 days and all I do is Netflix binge for the next 42 days, then I wasted my money. Yeah, and, And another $15 a month on that Netflix subscription. Yeah. <laughs> and and all it cost me was three dollars and sixty cents per page by an expert to go through, fix all the spelling errors, the grammatical errors, the sentence structuring, completely to rewrite the whole thing so it makes wow. sense and it flows. It, like it, it, you know, it just it just amazes me that this that I fought myself so hard to save, you know, ten cents, twenty cents here and there when Really, if I just paid someone, I could have had it done by now. Yeah. 
just like buying a bike. <laughs> you got one now. Yeah. Because when I first talked to you about buying a bike, I even got my helmet. I got it for free at the Washington State Fair. Oh, and awesome. uh, and I was talking about how I wanted to buy a bike. And everyone that I talked to said a good bike is about $600. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, wow, that's a lot more than I thought. Okay. So now in my head, I've got $600. And here I am five years later, still don't have a bike because I'm still waiting for that $600. You're waiting Instead, for it? Damn you. Well, I mean- I just didn't do anything, you know? Yeah. I didn't proactively start setting it aside. So then I was just like, what am I doing? I just went out, bought a $130 bike. I've gone biking so many times. I love it. I'm having a great time. And I That's just think, awesome. had I pulled the trigger a long time ago, you know, who knows? We we tend to talk ourselves out of things so often. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's And it's, it's maybe not realizing... Uh, the desire we had, right? At 600, you have to create a budget for it and, and build it into your expenses. At 130, it's it feels like less of a commitment, right? And, and mm-hmm. it's a much, much smaller expense. So you say, hey, you know what? If I don't like this, it doesn't matter. It was 130 bucks. I spent 130 bucks on things that I forgot about. I spent 130 bucks on Taco Bell in a month. You know, I, I don't know. Just no, that seems about there. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of Taco Bell. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's great, man. That's that's super exciting. We definitely got to go for a bike ride. I'm super pumped that you got one now. Yeah. Mm, I'm ready to join you, especially the inner urban now goes right behind my house. They expanded it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I ride that trail, you know, every other day or so. Oh, that is freaking awesome. Just don't go too far because it gets sketchy up north. Ooh, good call. Yeah. But. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, another good one is the uh, Foothills Trail. Oh, that's one you speak of often. Yeah. yeah. Out in Puyallup and Sumner are already goes. It's quite, quite long. Um, yeah. l- let's, let's not get too far off tangent. Um, and, I, and I think we're, we're about, you know, good to kind of begin wrapping this one up um, mm-hmm. around positive thinking versus positive action, right? Where, we recognize that visualization is important, but it also can be dangerous. You need to make sure that we're not allowing visualization alone to satisfy our desire for achieving something, a goal or an object like a bike or, you know, whatever that may be, or, or a fantastic job once you get out of college or, or whatever that is. Um, the, the most important step is the action you take afterwards. Uh, recognizing what things like the Superman pose can do for you or what smiling can do for you. And that you don't have to wait to allow your emotions to elicit behavior. You can take action to elicit specific emotions. You can control that. You can control both your actions and your emotions. Control your emotions with your actions and, and vice versa. So with all that being said, Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the GYST podcast. Get your shit together. GYST.com to take a look at all the episodes that uh, we've done in the past. Like Rohit mentioned in this episode, you can just take a look at every single episode that we've done. So if you are a, uh, a active, consistent listener, or if you are listening and you've been a guest on the podcast and you want to find the one that you've been on to share with your friends and family, that's a good place to go to check it out. So as we wrap, I think that's about it. Rohit, you got anything? 
Uh, no, Kyle, I, <clears throat> you know, oh, I, I do in a weird kind of way. Um, oh, oh, well, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we record every other week in the studio. And because of quarantine, we are now recording every other week still, but we're doing it remotely using a, a service, an online podcasting service. And the reason why I bring that up is Kyle and I were just talking about how when we came into the studio every two weeks, it felt like, man, I haven't seen you guys in forever. Has it been two weeks already? Like, it feels like a month. But now it's like, man, has it been two weeks already? It feels like we just recorded yesterday. <laughs> it's so it's so weird. <laughs> and, and the reason why I bring that up is time is what you make out of it. Time is an illusion. The more you take advantage of it, the more you can accomplish. And, you know, Kyle and I talked about this at length in a, in a previous episode. Take advantage of this quarantine time by doing the things that you never, you know, really were committed to doing. Things that you said, I'll get to it someday. Take advantage of it by doing it now. I can't even tell you how many old VHS tapes I've gotten from my parents' house and convert them to digital. Form, <laughs> I, you forgot, I forgot. You <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That was fantastic. I totally forgot about that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you've, you've got all these memories and it's like, Oh, okay. I'll get to it someday. Well, no, take advantage of this time because we're never going to have this type of uh, scenario again. So take advantage of it. We, we sure hope not. Mm. I always good love stuff. our episodes. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. We need good shit, good shit. I've had enough of you. I agree, jerk. Ladies Glenn, and gentlemen, back. <laughs> we're gonna sign off now because Rohit is not saying very nice things about me. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in to the GYSD podcast. Thanks for listening. We hope to hear you back next week. Signing off, your hosts Rohit and Kyle. Thanks everyone for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.